Hey, and thanks for tuning in. This is the Fit and Strong Show, Know Your Worth with Tony and Karen Hill, a new innovative talk show that covers real issues in health and fitness with real people, changing the world through health and fitness one life at a time. Welcome to Fit and Strong Show with Tony and Karen Hill. Of course, I'm Karen Hill. And I'm Tony. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, so here we go, a new episode. I have gathered some uh, news and we will talk about exercise afterwards. So, now, of course, almost the end of the year, a few more days left. And um, I always ask uh, my people, I said, are you ready? Are you ready for the new year? Are you strong? So here we go. Um, honey, I have some news. So I think, I believe, and a lot of professionals believe that the pandemic is pretty much an endemic. It's kind of over. What do you think? <laughs> oh, so nobody. <laughs> well, so nobody's answering the question. I think it's what do you think it's over? They don't want to be shadow banned if they ask if they answer. The no, question. no, I was asking the you. Pandemic, the pandemic's been over. It's been over, so huh? We, we've been living with coronaviruses all our lives. I mean, some kind of coronavirus, yeah, the right? Body is designed to to adapt to it. Natural immunity is always number one in my so, okay, so Omicron, um, the Septicon and Omicron, of course, is um, kind of very contagious, but it doesn't uh, translate to uh, hospitalization and death. So I want to give you some numbers. This is how we know that pandemic is not by case numbers. It's never by case numbers. Pandemic equals hospitalization and actually death. So let me give you some numbers. What do you think about that? Um, so 2019 to 2020, um, flu cases by CDC is between 35 million to 49 million a year versus 2020, one year of coronavirus cases is only 20 million. So if we go by case numbers, then the flu is a pandemic too. Uh, but 2020 was um, a lot of death. So, um, but now actually a lot of cases, very contagious, but no death from Omicron. Yeah, I mean, when they when it came from Africa, they said they're they're you know it's very mild. It's, it's actually common cold. It's almost like it's making the 360. You know, you first start with a the China virus, and then you something you can't understand, which starts with a common cold, and then you end up calling it COVID 19, and then you end up calling Omicron what's Delta, and then Omicron. So what it shows you, even if you look at the the way the names have changed, the symptoms have changed. So now you can survive. And, and for them to go on the rampage to vaccinate children, I think that is a terrible, terrible Well, thing. I am coming to that. Yeah. That's a great point. So 
Now, you know, did you realize all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it's all about millions and billions of uh, rapid tests. All of a sudden, the whole concentration is on rapid tests. Do you know why? No. Why? <laughs> um, well, by the way, everyone that is listening, so we, uh, Tony improvises. I bring out all the news. He doesn't know anything. I don't tell him. It's like a surprise. And I kind of go like, so what do you think? Actually, uh, July 21st, 2021, the CDC send out an alert letter to all the laboratories saying that they are withdrawing the uh, standing request to the FDA to grant emergency use authorization for COVID-19 PCR tests. So by January 1st, 2022, PCR tests are no longer will be valid or used in America. Isn't that something? That means I'm going to have to go to another country to get a PCR. No, 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 not, not, that's not what that means. That means that PCR test never worked, really, the way they think it did. It would, if, if it was so useful and if it was so um, great and so on top of everything, why would they uh, remove it uh, from the shelves? Why would they if something is working? <laughs> Tony's looking at me like, what? Well, because there was no science behind the PCR test for COVID-19. So it's, okay. But the problem is, with the antigen test, with the rapid test, it's not as accurate anyway. It's like, it's like those, you know, like you take, well, you wouldn't take it, but you know, when women take like home pregnancy tests, <laughs> you know, like How would I take them? no, no, that's what I'm saying. Women take home pregnancies at test. So if it's like a couple days too early, the home pregnancies test is not going to give you the right answer. Uh, but if you get a blood test, it would really give you the bl- uh, right answer. So the antigen test, the home test, it's so iffy. It depends when you exactly take the test. It, either it's going to be too late or too early. So it might give you false negative or false positive. So that's that. So I have another news, honey. Okay, actually, let's talk about... uh, I'm going to go to the news a little later, but I have something to ask Tony. So I'm going to read you something, and you give me your opinion because you are actually the professional. (laughs) Stop. (laughs) Take some podcasts for her to realize that reality. I know, huh? That's just something. Stop seeing exercise as an obligation. Start seeing it as a lifestyle. Exercise should be a celebration of what your body can do, not a punishment for what you ate. Hmm. So don't eat exercise. <laughs> no, I mean, no. Really. That makes not sense. a punishment for what you ate, saying, meaning you're punishing be, yourself yeah, for what should, you it, ate. It should be a celebration of what you can do. That's that's true. I mean, you know, that's probably why people don't, you know, come to my classes all the time, you know, when I teach, because it's not a celebration, it's a reminder. 
uh, of the abuse that they put on themselves. So exercise can be a celebration or it could be, you know, a reminder of how you abuse yourself. But you have to do everything right. You know, it's like when you look in the gym, you see everybody doing machines. You know, it's, it's like a person with an illness. You know, as long as I take my medication, I'm okay. People say, as long as I take a class, lift weights, do what I got to do here, yeah, I don't care nothing about my heart, lymphatic system, lungs. I don't care nothing about my muscles, my bones. As long as I look muscular, I'm good. Uh, women want big legs, big butts. They don't understand that 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 cause that attracts fat and muscle, not necessarily what you're looking for, which is fat loss, which actually reveals the muscle in its entirety and its shape and its contour tightness you know when you're when you're bulky that's not attractive for male or female so um i have a question for you what is um the hardest part of your job working with people where do you struggle with them their cultures and they're they're open 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 (laughs) Open what? <laughs> Open the subject. What do you mean by culture? When people start, when people want to exercise, they want to exercise because their reality now comes to fruition. It's time to pay up. They can no longer live a lazy, haphazard life. But the struggles come in because culturally, you know, some cultures eat pork, some cultures eat rice, some cultures, we're talking main some people, some cultures eat junk food. Some cultures eat food high in calcium, high in different things. So as you get older, you find out that you become a product of your culture, and as a result, you become a product of your the culture's illnesses. So when you're doing one on one, or when you're doing in the class, what is the hardest thing for you to explain to them, or like, like because as a coach. We only, I mean, we can do so much. I mean, we can give them the program, we can explain it, we can educate them, we can try to motivate them, but they have to go back home. We're with them maybe one hour, but there's 23 hours left. So actually, it's the ball is on their court. So what is your hardest part for them? Like, what is the hardest thing? Like, what is it you, you say, hey, you know, I can't do this anymore because I can't just get through to them. Do you well, have any? Well, I mean, you know, it's it's accountability. It all comes down to accountability. Whenever you make any change with your lifestyle or whatever, you we have to be accountable. I'm not just speaking to the audience. Everybody has to have some sort of accountability in order to stay on point. If you refuse that, then you're all alone. And when you're all alone, you're guessing. So the struggle that I have with people when they want to quit, they always wanted to quit. And the only way you're going to not quit is, again, uh, exercise should be a celebration of what your body can do. That's what it's all about. It's supposed to be a celebration of what you can do, not what you don't want to do. See, because don't want to do and can do, don't go together. Because don't want to do prevents you from doing can do. And that's the whole key. So, okay. So, um, you know, this morning we kind of talked about, um, I, um, came up uh, with a guideline and, um, and I also researched it. So if you can perform 
listen to this very carefully, people. If you can perform 10 strict pull-ups, perform 30 strict push-ups, perform 20 dips, run a mile without being gassed, you are in the top 1% of the population. The modern person is broken and weak. Wow. So, wow. Um, That's crazy. And then also live without a medication. Like, can you live without a medication? And also, um, so, um, so really think, this is a good guideline, I think, uh, for your body. Like, that, that celebration we're yeah. talking about. Yeah. That's a really nice, that's a t-shirt right there. <laughs> that's a long, that's a yeah. whole it's, lot of words there. Yeah. Of what your body can do. That's kind of nice. I like that. Do you like it? Yeah, I like that. Cool. Gotta wear that. So, um, don't you think that when people have excuses, I mean, this is how I see it on my own program. So when people has excuses and say they look, say I can't do this, I go look deeper. Why are you not able to do it? And usually, I found out that people don't like themselves, love themselves. And they don't value themselves because I believe that if you value yourself and you like yourself, you'll be taking care of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> That's Tony for you. He has one word to say. Yes. You all right, so yeah, nothing. So I have a list. I I have other good things, but I do have a list. So you know, I'm gonna ask you. I'm no, no, you can't cheat. He's trying to look at my list, guys. At least it's not a test, is it? No, it's not. So you, how long you've been in this profession, honey? How long exactly total? I don't know exactly. Thirty plus years. Thirty plus. Started. I think it's like 40 years, no? I'm 62, so, you know, it's like, I was probably lifting weights when I was like two. <laughs> so, 40 years. You know, you, you are an amazing fitness coach and life coach and motivational speaker. So, has your truth, like, um, fitness truth, like whatever you teach people, has anything about it has changed? The truth. Like the foundational truth, has it changed? No. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> well, I'm setting. No, I'm not. I'm setting up the the topic. So, really, foundational truth never changes, right? No, financial <laughs> foundational truth never does. <laughs> okay, so um, never change. Never change. You know, we have all this like different style of exercises, <laughs> like exercise styles and this and that. Different. I mean, but exercise is exercise. So, so about this pandemic, right? We a year ago, the truth was different, and a year later, the truth is different. So everything that they said that it was a conspiracy theory a year ago, unfortunately became truth. So I'm going to 
read you the list. Vaccinated can spread COVID. We were saying that. A year ago, they called us conspiracy theorists. They said, it's a hoax, it's a hoax. But now is the truth. Vaccinated are susceptible to new variants and reinfection. They said, oh my God, that's a hoax. It's the truth. COVID vaccines can cause blood clots and other serious side effects. They said, oh my God, are you crazy? You're anti-vaxxer. But it became truth. Third and fourth shot. Nobody believed that. That was like the lie of the hoax. It's the truth. New shots every year, healthier. It was a hoax. Now it's the truth. Total segregation of the society. They said, oh, it never will happen in America. It's a hoax. Now it's the truth. Unvaccinated, unable to work. In America, a year ago they were saying, are you crazy? Now it's the truth. Secret contracts between Pfizer and governments. Oh my God, it's not possible. The government is just, oh no. So now it's the truth. So I say, truth never changes. And if you always tell the truth, you never have to remember what you said 10 years ago because the truth is the truth. And it will set you free. <laughs> okay, so I tortured Tony enough. Um, is there anything else you would like to say to our listeners? No. <laughs> you know, yeah, he's on one today. I know. Yeah. Do you have some closing arguments? No arguments. <laughs> you know, take care of yourself. Don't be one of those people that take care of your car better than your own body. That is true. Your that body is. takes you farther than the car can, that's for sure. In years, not necessarily. Well, in miles, too. Yeah. Well, you have antique cars that it's been pristine because people took care of that antique car. So it doesn't matter what age it is, the car. And, you know, our sons, <laughs> they have cars, but gee. They tow up. They, <laughs> and it's not like it's not old, but it just depends how you take care of it. <laughs> Do you want to tell people about your experience? About <laughs> You don't want that. I don't want to cast any dispersions on my son's character. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it's funny. But um, hey, people, me and you guys will talk later. So, Happy New Year. Um, be happy. <laughs> don't, don't laugh. I mean, have an inner peace can't be happy all the time but inner peace that comes from God it's very valuable and your health is extremely valuable so I hope uh, that you will have a better stronger happier year next year we'll see you next year our new episode bye everyone <laughs> bye
Thanks for listening to the Fit and Strong Show, Know Your Worth with Tony and Karen. Please like, rate, and review anywhere you listen to podcasts. And feel free to visit us at tkfit.expert. If you have questions or suggestions for a future show, Karen at theburnfitness.com or Tony at theburnfitness.com. And we'll see you next time.